too had begun to feel uneasy. It was 9.30, only an hour to go before the dragon closed. Charlie was going to be his best man. Marvellous wedding he'd have if they found his best man at midnight somewhere in the Midlands with his head bashed in. Drink up, said the darts club wit, and I'll tell you the one about the girl who married the sailor. I've heard it, Jack said dolefully. Not this one, you haven't. Same again, please, Bill. There was this girl, you see, and the night before she got married, her mother said, Now, whatever you do, don't let him... Hold your horses, mate. Here's Charlie now. They were all big men, topping six feet, but Charlie Hatton was a little fellow with a brown face and very brilliant sharp eyes. They flashed quickly and calculatingly over the assembled company before Charlie smiled. He showed a set of perfect white teeth, which no one there but Jack knew were false. Charlie was sensitive about having false teeth at thirty. Why hadn't all that wartime milk and orange juice set him up for life as it had his contemporaries? But he didn't mind Jack knowing. He didn't mind what Jack knew about him, within reason, that is, although he had ceased to confide in him as absolutely as he had in the days when they had passed through King's Markham Primary School together. They were friends. In another age and another society, it might have been said that they loved each other. They were as David and Jonathan. But if anyone had hinted such, Jack would have poked him on the nose, and as for Charlie... The drinkers in the dragon all privately and rather proudly believed that Charlie was capable of anything. Marilyn Thompson was Charlie's wife's best friend. Charlie was going to be Jack's best man, and one day he thought he would be godfather to Jack's first child. Many a time they had drunk thus together as boys, as youths, as men, and come out under the same starlit sky to walk beside each other up the familiar high street where every house was a landmark and every face part of a shared history. There might have been no one else in the pub tonight but the two of them. The others were but background and audience. Jack was passing through a door tonight, dying a little, and as always, Charlie would die with him too. If these emotions stirred under the stubbly, balding crown, Charlie showed none of them. His grin wide, he slapped Jack on the back and peered six inches up into the bridegroom's handsome red face. I made it then, me old mate. My brother Jonathan, very pleasant hast thou been unto me. Thy love to me was wonderful, passing the love of women. I reckoned you would, said Jack, and his heart was filled with joy. I'd have had it in properly for you if you hadn't. What are you going to have? Not that gnat's piss for a start. Eleven bloody hours I've driven today. You're a mean devil if you can't run to scotch, Jack. Give me a chance, I... Put it away. It's only my fun, you know me. Seven doubles, Bill, and you needn't look like that. No wonder they reckon the beer's on the turn in here. I've taken the lorry back to the depot and I'm walking home, if that's what's troubling you. Happy days, Jack, and may all your troubles be little ones. Charlie had opened his wallet with a flourish, taking care that its contents were visible to all the patrons of the bar. 
His pay packet was there unopened, and he didn't open it now, but paid for his round from a wad of notes held together with an elastic band. It was a thick wad, and although most of the notes were green, some were blue. "'How the rich live,' said George Carter. "'You want to make something of it, do you?' "'No need to get touchy with me, mate. "'I must want my head tested sorting mail all day "'when I could be picking up wads of it on the lorries. "'You ought to know. It's your bloody head. "'Take it along to a trick cyclist if it bothers you.' "'Break it up,' said the club wit. "'I was just telling you about this girl "'and what her mother said on the night before she got married to the sailor.' "'Who got married?' said Charlie. "'Her mother?' bit late in the day for that, wasn't it? Okay, mate, it's only my fun, but Jack and me heard that one on our last term at school.